Bullpen Ready, a place where average veterans come to share their opinion in the world we live in. We can't guarantee you're going to like our opinions. But we promise we're going to enjoy giving them to you. I'm Jim. And I'm Mike. And I'm Ryan. Ho, let's pull the pin. All right. I'm a ho? I said, oh. Oh, say, whoa. Well, doesn't matter. <laughs> if it's. <laughs> hey, but uh, what's on deck for today, Ryan? Yeah, I, I was just really thinking a lot lately. Just the funny part about what I'm seeing in the news more than anything in the world is, is how one episode they're going to come out and say, uh, the rising crime is XYZ. The rising crime is horrible. We're, we're I think, what did I say? Like 200% higher on murders here in Atlanta and rapes and all that. It's like out, out of control. But then the very next thing, they're going after cops. Oh, yeah, well, hey, we're going to go after this cop because he killed this guy. Well, okay. I mean, yeah, the guy put a gun on him, you know, mm-hmm. but that's not the part they mentioned. So I'd like the correlation and just what's going over the last probably good 12 months has led to this point. You know, it's almost like, We've dug this hole, and we're surprised it's here. Mm. Let's go after all the cops, make it where they don't want to do their job because they're too scared to go into jail, and then what? Crime's going up. What a mystery. You know, the mayor here in Atlanta is not running again next year. It's a surprise, I guess, because she's led to the problems here in Atlanta. Mm. Absolutely, by going after the police, basically talking down the police, making the police feel like they're not, I guess, even important to the city. And then wondering why the crime goes up. Well, let me ask you this, um, because there's two principles that I, I look at. Principles, theories, I don't know. I can't even find ever the right word, what I'm trying to talk about. But uh, there's two angles, I, I think, to this. is One, they know what they're doing. Or two, they have the, uh, you know, the what next problem. Like they're just impulsive and they never think anything through. And I think that's pretty common with a lot of reactionary politicians and or it's a grand conspiracy to actually create this environment. So to me, one of those two has to exist. And I guess if we think one of them exists, it would have to be collectively, because I don't think you could have a mix of people. I mean, I guess you could. I guess some people could think like, oh, okay, sounds like a good idea. Or, oh, he supports it, so it must be right. Mm-hmm. You know. But where would you think that these politicians are sitting? I mean, do you really think like the mayor in Georgia wants her state to collapse or the the crime to get bad or you think they're just too stupid to look down the road and say what's going to happen if we support this well i don't think there's a mayor of georgia a mayor (laughs) (laughs) well there's a white house's erection so there surely can be a mayor of georgia yeah they see the people in the streets doing you know rioting and everything else and i mean they want to keep their job so they want to see sympathetic. They want to downplay the, the people that are under their control, that they consider under their control, to make the people feel better. But the problem is, it, it's a it's it's such a small number compared to the people that actually live in the city. They're out there doing these things, you know. So they're taking the side of, of a group that probably wouldn't even get them elected in the first darn place, to make them feel like that, that their their issues matter. They're letting them go out there and and destroy the city. Not doing anything about it, and then she's you know bad talking the the police department. And the problem here is that you know right after she did that, I mean I want to say what was that? When did we have the riots in the streets? It was right after uh, uh, I guess a year ago because it was George Floyd, right? So um, right I after thought it was uh, I thought it was that other guy that was at uh, another restaurant, or something? Wendy's. No, that, that was during that. Okay, 
Okay. That was during the George Floyd, they had that that incident happen. Right. Um, but I mean, it was a, a matter. The riot started because of George Floyd, and you know, and I, I get people being upset by that. I, I totally get that. It was not. It was a. In my eyes, that was murder. It really was. I do believe that was because it. it it's all there's only so long you keep your your knee, your knee on somebody's neck before you kill them. I mean, that's just the way it is. Um, but I didn't go out riding the streets over it, you know what I mean? And granted, I'm 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 not black, I understand that. It's a different point of view from somebody that is. I know I had to tell my wife, she thought I was from the waist down, but uh, <laughs> but she no, was I mean, telling I mean, me something I mean, about a Ken doll. I don't know what you're talking about. Yeah. <laughs> Back on yeah. track. Back on- <laughs> But I mean, she came out bad mouth the police like they did nothing. I mean, she really did. And the next day, especially right after that Wendy's issue, when she when they decided to press charges on him on that Wendy's issue, half the police didn't show up the next day. As a matter of fact, one of my good friends and, and Mike, you probably remember Danny. Yeah, he's with Atlanta PD. He's been there for about fifteen wow, years. Wow, still. Yeah. Damn. Go yeah. ahead, Danny. And and he didn't show up for work the next day. Okay. Literally, he, I texted him right after that. I said, what's going on with this? He said, man, literally half the police aren't showing up. They don't have enough officers to even handle a quarter of the calls that are coming in. And that's because the mayor did not back them in any way, fashion, or form when they're trying to do their job. You know, and I mean, I hate to say it. There's got to be people, there's got to be people out there that break the law. They, I mean, to my eyes, when he was backing up, he was using his car as a weapon at that point. You know, and at that point, I can see why you would shoot somebody, you know, but it, there's going to be people that you're going to have to put out. You're going to have to put people down in that line of work. You just are. I mean, whether they're trying to kill you, they're trying to injure you, they're trying to do something against you, you're going to do it. So if every time that's done now, you're under the fire, you're the one that's being treated like a criminal and they're threatening to put you in jail, that sucks, man. I wouldn't want to do that job either. I, I don't blame them for, for leaving and not showing up. The mayor actually came online on the, on the news saying, no, no, everybody's here. We're fine. No, they weren't. I knew for a fact they weren't. I had buddies on the inside. You know, right. they, were, they were really understaffed. They were hurt like crazy. And it shows now in the levels of crime here in Atlanta alone. I know other cities are a lot worse than we are. Um, that that she she made the wrong decision. She screwed it up. And now she just said, OK, well, I quit. Mm. But but is it the wrong decision for whom? Like th- there's never going to be a, a scenario. Well, I can't say it's never. Uh, it's more likely that there, you can't please everyone. So maybe this is the outcome that that the people she was trying to please wanted. So maybe, you know, it's wrong to you, wrong to the citizens who didn't want it. But, you know, maybe she did think she was doing the right thing. I think there's a good way to support the people without putting your officers under the gun. There's a fine point there where you could, I mean, you have to, when we give that badge to somebody, we, as as a citizen, we understand that they're, they have certain, Certain things they're going to have to do to do that job correct. We understand. I, I understand that. I know. I don't go up to officers and and you know do crazy things like you know run a car near them, try to run them over, and think crazy because I know they got to shoot me. You know, it, it, we just know that if you're going to attack a police officer, they're going to shoot you. But people are doing it every day. Whether you know you run from a cop and pull a gun, what's going to happen? They're going to shoot you. But nowadays it's like if you shoot them, you're the criminal. So I mean, there's a way to there's a way to approach it. I think as a mayor, especially. You're a politician. You, you're used to, you should be used to the the uh, dancing around the problem already. There's a way to the way to get through that politically correct without killing either side, without hurting either side. I mean, that's a that's the job of a politician. 
That is the yeah, job. Yeah. And she didn't. She and literally all- downed the police officers to a point where they didn't show up for work. Mm. And it's it's really all psychological, too, if you think about it, because if you take a person, for example, as long as they think you're the wrong, you're the bad one, they're going to think they have the rights to protect themselves or do what they want to do. So as long as you can label somebody as a bad person, then you can justify whatever you do. And I think that's part of the problem is when they get into the not the bad police officer or the bad behavior of this officer. When you start to say that officers are bad. Now you're allowing people to say, well, then why do I have to listen to them? And once you make somebody your enemy, you can almost justify doing anything because they're the enemy. That's true. Mm. Mike's grunting at mm, which means he's got something to say. He's just waiting for his moment to. No, 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 no. I didn't know I was grunting. But... <laughs> that happens when you get older. Yeah. Um, but um, I would say she jumped the gun. Uh, I think the, uh, what's his name? De Blasio up in New York. He did the same thing. You know what I mean? It's like sometimes everyone doesn't need to know your opinion. Sometimes when you're in a certain position, you should wait for all the evidence to come out, you know, review it and then state your position. If you're going to do that, but eyes aside or just remain neutral and say, Hey, we're dealing with it. You know what I mean? But a lot of a lot of the times I see politicians they pander to a base, and when they do that, they jump the gun, and it could be for any reason; it doesn't matter, right? But they jump the gun, and nothing good comes from it. That's very true. I mean, also yeah. what they had to say was something along the lines of, you know, we recognize there's an issue, we're working on a plan to to resolve this issue, or something yeah. along that line, you know. And but that's not what she did at all. Yeah, but. The other thing, probably probably the reason for the grunting, was um, I, I don't know if I can ever do that. As a, as a police officer, just not show up because of what a politician said. You, you know what I mean? Because It's not so much what a politician said, but they all knew that she wasn't backing them in any way, fashion, or form. Yeah. Everything they did, right. they put them in jail. All right. So with that, then I say quit. Yeah. Because if you, ever, if you ever come back... Then are you did you really not show up because she's not gonna back you? It's like after two days, oh, she's gonna back me now or back us now, let's go back to work. Well, you know what I mean? So I, that's why I say you should just quit. Because a lot, a lot of them did though, Mike. A lot yeah, of them yeah. did. I mean, there's a lot and of them. Yeah, and I, I'll is... stand by those those men and women because that's what they truly feel. Mm-hmm. But just to do it and you say you're making a statement to me, you're you're hurting the, the people you're supposed to assist, protect, and defend. Right. Yeah. Well, yeah. You know, that's an assumption too, because like what he just said is that she jumped the gun. You said she jumped the gun. She made a mistake. We're using words like this. So if I'm an officer and she said that, and I felt like if I go out there on the road, I'm putting my life in danger. It doesn't have to be about what she said. It's about what, what am I walking into? So taking a few days before you just throw in the towel on a community you probably grew up with and, and are, are loyal to because of some, you know, politician to me, isn't unreasonable. I, I wouldn't necessarily just quit, um, but we don't know his There's reasoning no either. Huh? Is that Angie? That's Angie. Stop! Stop! <laughs> Tell Angie I said, hey, girl. <laughs> In that voice. That's horrible. <laughs> That's Angie. Yeah, that's <laughs> I told you it was a video call. <laughs> Close that door. 
I'm glad you didn't either. Close the door. <laughs> Sorry, I don't know. We might have had ratings. Right. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. So back to I don't think it was something that she they necessarily she said. It was the fact that she didn't back the officer in that she immediately jumped to he was wrong. Right. And he, she immediately. I mean, the investigation is ongoing. Everybody knows there's an investigation after a shooting, right? Right. But until that investigation's in, as the mayor, you should not be out there going, "Oh, he was wrong." In right. any way, Pastor Paul. So any police officer, like you said, you're putting your life on the line to go out for these people that you, you the community you defend, and you're being prosecuted for it, I think was more than anything, with the, the reason they weren't showing up. They don't want to be prosecuted and go to jail over trying to p- protect these this community. Yeah, but like I said, then two, three days later, then they feel okay with being prosecuted and going to jail if they did something that was probably yeah, okay. Yeah, but if, if this lady could come, <laughs> yeah, out, if this lady come out and say she, that he was wrong, what do they need an investigation for? Right. Exactly. I mean, it's very Duh. true. Like, it's, you just did the investigation. Obviously, that was your conclusion. Well, thank God she's not the judge. Uh, but they put right, charges so she probably shouldn't speak the investigation yet. Was done. Yeah, that's what I said. She yeah. shouldn't speak yet. Being, being because, of the, she's, because of the position that she's in, mm-hmm. or as Ryan alluded to, was in, you know, <laughs> you know what I mean. So that's why I say that's why I say that. But just for the police officers, you did to me. You did more harm to the community itself, and it didn't do anything for her. To her, yeah, I'd say the ones that came back. You're right. They they did. Yeah, yeah. So I mean, the ones that that I su- I support them. They 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 stood their ground and said, "Hey, I'm not going to work for someone like that," and they left. I support that 100%. Well, I mean, now it's to a point where there's so many job openings that nobody's applying. I mean, the right. police departments can't get people to save their lives. And I mean, it, it, to save our lives. I mean, honestly, right. uh, it, it's almost, it's it's sad. It, it's got well, to be a critical point. How do, you, how do you feel about people saying uh, defund the police, though? I think it's stupid. I think it's ridiculous. I think it's to a point where, what are you going to do? Right now, you already see what's happening just off the off what's happened so far. Mm-hmm. I mean, every crime in every city's gone up. You know, right. Every city that's had, I mean, so we defund the police and just let it go out of control. That makes a lot of sense. You know what's going to happen if you do that? The National Guard's going to take over that job. Mm, that's one thing a lot of people don't talk about. Yep. Yeah, well, a lot of people do don't that, talk. Right? At yeah. the Capitol? They yeah. tried to make that permanent. They yeah. National yeah. Guard there. Yeah. And then uh, then we're really going to be in trouble because, I mean, they don't play around them. These guys got mortars. Yeah. <laughs> Not sure the National Guard knows how to use them, though. Um, I do. Trust me. Oh, all right. I, I mean, I've seen some of the drills you guys went on. Hey, man. More beer than there was bullets. So I, I took uh, I took 10th Mountain's gun away from them. How's that? All right. <laughs> I was the gunner on the 10th Mountain gun for that reason. Mm. But hey, I, mean, I appreciate what you guys do. But I mean, yeah, you do. <laughs> I just, I think, I think, man, honestly, it's it's gotten to it's it's critical. It's to a critical mass at this point. They defund the police department. I, I agree with the reform. There wasn't a scream of reform. I get that. There's probably a way to reform this. And I'm not saying that the cops aren't always right. I mean, that they, they're not. There's bad cops out there. Just like in the army, there's gangs. You know, yeah. they literally have gangs in the military. And people don't yep. realize that. You know, they're, they're, they're everywhere. You're going to have bad people. You can't. Yeah. Well, that's the I, culture, right? Ryan, the yeah. culture is what takes gets out of hand. The police culture has gotten out of hand. Where before there might have been a place for protecting a police officer, and now it's gotten out of hand. 
because now they're protecting ones that shouldn't be there that don't have to be there. Right. You know, that culture morphs into something destructive and, and that needs to change. So that's where the reform, I think, comes in. Yeah, and that, and we've talked about that repeatedly on this show, and that's that's the position that I have. I just can't stand people who, it's sort of like politics. They just back the blue no matter what. You know, it's like you can have a video from beginning to end, and the cop could be totally wrong. They will say, well, well, well you know, these guys and gals, they're under a lot of pressure. doesn't matter. That's what training's all about. You know, and those are the people that I have a problem with. You know, yeah, let me ask you this: the, the, We're talking about the bad people in the military, and the uh, and the all branches of the military or police department. The other two cops for the George Floyd incident. Do you think they should go to jail? The other two? There were two other cops on the scene with the cop that actually did the had his knee on him. I thought there were more than two, but yeah, I thought it was like a total of four. Jail was it? More than oh, well, I think we said three and a half. It was three and a half. Because <laughs> one just had his hand sort of kind of. Gotcha. Um, as far as those guys, what do you think? I ask this for a very particular reason, but. I would say no. Jail time, no. Okay. Yeah. Yeah, I don't, I I don't think so either. Disciplinary we, action, yeah. Remember yeah. we broke it down, Mike, and we, yeah. we even heard some of them saying, hey, yeah. you know, and, and he was just shot down. So yeah. I'd, I'd have to know if, if they were in charge of the scene and let that happen, maybe. But if they were just, you know, junior officers following their senior lead yep. and they did voice, some of them did voice, you know, I don't know if it was just one cop or what, but some of, one of them at least did yeah. voice his opinion and was just kind of shut down, so... That's, yeah, I think to that's me, where you look at chain of command. That's the whole key of that, right. you know. There's, and that's I think where this group would understand that more than the, the people out there writing would, because right. you know the, there are, there's a chain of command that those officers had to follow. Yeah. Uh, in the military, if your chain of command does the wrong thing, the higher ups are the ones that are held accountable for it. I mean, mm-hmm. as a private, if I'm following my my general's orders, the general's going to one is going to be held accountable. I won't. Right. You know? right. So and, in, in that instance, I feel those two officers did what they were supposed to do. Because they and were in that told culture, by the senior officer on scene to do it. And think of that culture, too, because me and Mike talked about this, and this is where I think me and Mike kind of disagreed on this a little bit, where, like, if you were that, that officer at the scene and you thought that guy was really doing something wrong, I mean, you would remove the officer right there in front of all the people. Like, to me, that would be a really tough decision to mm-hmm. do something to an officer and in, in, in uniform on a scene you know, what I mean, unless it was blatantly obvious, like the guy just came in and started punching a dude, obviously yeah. you're going to jump on him. But in that scenario, there was enough time and confusion and, and and maybe interpretation that it wasn't going to lead to his death that I don't blame them for not getting in and moving, you know, shoving off the, off the body or whatever. Because mm-hmm. they did suggest it. I think they did take eff- yeah. efforts to say, hey, maybe, you know, let's whatever. And so, yeah. And that's why I say, and I think we... I think we agreed on it, Jim. No jail time, but some type of disciplinary action, like retraining. Yeah. You know, because even if somebody's doing something wrong, you know, you can still say something. Right. You know, right. or do something for that matter. Yeah, I agree with that a hundred percent. I think that was right. my, my reason for asking that question was I, I just, you know, I feel like they're getting they're getting rolled over on this thing when it wasn't in their in their power as as their rank to make that decision. You know. Right. Yeah, I, I grew up in an environment. I don't. I'm. I'm sure you guys, you know, grew up in the same era where, you know, a spanking was pretty natural in our lives. I mean, but I mean, 
I, you know, my dad, I, I've been in situations where I, I couldn't breathe or I had trouble breathing on something. And, and I, I always heard that the, if you can scream, you can breathe. Yeah. Yeah. He was definitely screaming. So mm-hmm. I can see how you could take the point where I didn't think he, he was in that situation that he was in. If maybe, maybe not the person who had his, his knee on his, on his neck, but one of the junior officers could say something along the lines of, I, you know, he was, he was talking. Right. You know, I did we not think he was coming to the point of death. I don't think I don't think creating a culture of cops arguing with each other on a scene is good either. No. You know, I mean that that may be a whole department thing where once the issue happens, they need training, more training, they need to address their personnel. But I just don't think that it you I mean think about some of the cops out there. Could you imagine if every scene you went on, two cops are arguing with each other about how to handle a scene? Like yeah. it would encourage more of that. And I think that's a slippery slope too. It'd be like super troopers. Yeah, right. I wouldn't. I wouldn't have an issue with it. Of course, because you're not a cop anymore. No, no, I would say uh, because we're dealing with a person's life. Well, yeah, but I'm saying you know? at the moment we just discussed that we 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 don't know that. Like, I don't think anyone there thought that that was going to end his life. Right. So, could well, you imagine you're on a traffic stop, Mike, and some little guy comes up to you and your partner, or whatever, is like, "No, Mike, you can't search him like that. You just can't." Like arguing with you at a traffic stop, like. Oh, you missed a spot. I like. Could you imagine that? Well, no, no, I, I agree with you one hundred percent. But that has nothing to do with someone's life, right? Yeah, but we yeah. just we just spoke that that's that wasn't the the point that they were at. Like I said earlier, if if literally a cop got pissed off and went into rage mode, then I get you'd be like, "Whoa, what the hell are you doing?" And right. you grab the cop, like almost like you'd your buddy in a fist fight. So I understand that. It's, I'm talking about the the. You know, cops out there who think they have one way of doing things, you have something a different way, and, and they're out there arguing with you, like in the middle of a, a scene or a traffic stop. Yeah, I get you. I get your point. Yeah. Uh, I just don't like to agree with you, but, you know. <laughs> <laughs> I don't know. I just think the last year alone has made this country so much weaker in, in our protection as far as, you know, from each other, mm. you know. That it's it's almost scary. It's it's. I, I why do you say, why do you say we're weak as a country? Uh, for protection from each other. I mean, because the cops are there to, to really do a lot. I mean, some of the is needing people that are not being filled. Uh, they're not able to answer all the calls, not in a timely manner. If they are, mm. I'm, I'm saying not so much as like a country from you know our national defense point of view. I'm saying internally from each other as a, as an internal point of view. But I think and there's enough criminals here. I mean, how many damn how many. This week alone, I think I've seen what two or three mass shootings. It was one in Florida today, you know, at a Publix. But I mean, it's a, it, it's getting to a point where it's just out of control. It, it, and you can't real control back in. You can't bring it back in now because the cops are wrong. They've made that point. They've made a point where the cops don't look like the the authoritative figures that they used to be. Mm. I hate that. Well, thing. with me, something coming every time. Like, all right, Mike's gonna say something. <laughs> no, it's just for me. Is is uh, I, I agree with you. You know, um, it's almost like there's nothing a police officer can do, and it's right. You know I'm what gonna, I mean? Give me like I'm on a I'm on a video call. We're doing a. I'm sorry. Oh. My son's out coming in in a blanket. I'm like, come on, man. This is so good. <laughs> They're all making an interest. Meet the Ryan family. That's going to be yeah. on the web. <laughs> but no, it's a, right now we're at a point where it's like no matter what police officers do, it's wrong. Yeah, we are. You know what I mean? And I, I get it. 
I get it, but I, I don't. I don't know. I, I stand by the ninety-eight to ninety-nine percent of the good officers. You know what I mean? I would say continue doing what you're doing. Yeah. Because when there's something, uh, like you said, when there's a police shooting, there's people are gonna say you're wrong. I don't care what happened. Right. You, you were wrong for your guilty first, and then hopefully you'll be proven innocent throughout what the investigation. So I wouldn't even worry about it. That that is that's a good point though. Yeah. Why, why is a cop guilty first, but everybody else is innocent until proven guilty? Well, that's just the era that we're in right now. I truly believe because back right. in the day, cops could do no wrong. That's true. And, yeah, and you know these uh, police supporters out here, some of them, you know, they still they can do no wrong. They could justify everything police officers do, mm-hmm. even well, if they're wrong. They they can justify it. That's until they get pulled over and get a ticket. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> until it happens to them, right? <laughs> I just know so many people, civilian wise, that have bought guns recently just because of that fact, just because they don't feel safe, you know. Yeah, yeah. It just I don't know, it's scary to the point. I, that, I think I, I think more people should buy guns. I'm not going to argue issue. about it. Yeah, I, I'm, I'm not opposed to somebody guns. having a gun in their home in any way, fashion, or form. Yep. I, I just think it's scary that they feel like they have to, and mm. they feel like they have to because there's not the cops out there to do the job. Right. Literally, when the riots were at the street down in the streets of Atlanta, is when a lot of people around here went out and bought new, brand new guns. You know. Mm-hmm. So if, if that's right, then um, crime should go down now. We would think, right? <laughs> Everyone's well, buying guns. Well, no, no, because now certain demographics in certain areas, they're not going out there to buy guns. Mm-mm. For one, they probably already have them, but this is not legal. You know what I mean? Yep. Well, so, right, the crime should go down in certain areas. Yes, there you go. But I think that's kind go. of been the case for a while anyway, because even when you talk about the police, you go to some of the local police in some of those rural areas, they, they don't have problems. They, they've never had problems. Right. And then, yeah, and they still don't, yeah. Right. Yeah. I live in the country for that reason. Yeah. <laughs> Big country. That's Big it. <laughs> I mean, the crime's low here. Yeah. I don't know. And you know, I just I want to go out there and buy a couple of guns now. It's only because of, since I've been doing this show, I just don't wow. feel safe. Yeah, oh, I'm because it. of the company. Yeah. You're in. yeah. <laughs> How do you think I feel? <laughs> hey, That's right funny. after our first episode, Ryan, he went out and bought a, uh, a couple of guns. I was like, "Well, damn." Did you really? Okay. <laughs> no, it was not right after our first episode. <laughs> it was halfway through when I realized Mike kept calling me a racist. Yeah. <laughs> I think I stopped calling that probably episode 40, no. <laughs> 48, probably 49. I don't know. I stopped You're calling it. now? No. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> <laughs> We started getting too many comments, and I said, okay, I'll stop. I'll stop. Wait, wait, we got comments? Oh, yeah, those two. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Yeah, but <laughs> Brian was one family. of them. <laughs> oh, it was Brian. I was like, Brian was one family. of them. <laughs> uh, but no, it's all good. It's all good. That's so, you going to pull the pin on this defunding the police? Yeah, that's a good one. I stand yeah. by what I, I've said from the beginning. Go ahead, defund them. You get what you pay for. Yeah, but is that fair though? Is it fair because if who's making that decision? Like, not the population. Right. If the population's but, making that decision. 
Yes. Right, but well, it if, is the if, population, if, but a small percentage of them. Yeah, a small right. percentage of them. But then when the uh, um, when the reelection comes, you know, election year comes around, that politician who's been spearheading this thing, they oh. failed at their job. So now it's time to fire them and get someone oh. else in there. So you're saying is it, there's a no corrupt elections that will prevent that. Is that what you're saying? I'm like, I just want to make sure I understand what you're saying. I didn't, well, first and foremost, I didn't say anything about a corrupt election. But well, I, that's I, the process, right? That no, is the process you're recommending? Yes, you have, they have to be elected, okay. yes. All right, don't be racist. Yeah, I'm just saying, like, I, I'm just saying, you know, because, I mean, there's a certain crowd of people that make up a small percentage of our population that is dominating the media and everywhere around and making things normal so normal that, that you're like, what? Divide and so, conquer, Jim. Yes. So I just want yeah. to make sure that you're saying the answer to all this is to elect somebody in a yeah. due and fairly election. Yeah. All right. If that politician is spearheading this defund the police debacle. Mm. Yeah. Right. Okay. Yeah, it works all the time. Or go buy some guns, guys. I just don't know what else to tell you. Yeah. Yeah. Too late. Yeah. <laughs> It'd be hard to find the ammo. Yeah. 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 Not on that one. Yep. Yeah. So, all right, then let's pull the pin on that. Let's go uh, to our closing part where we can actually uh, pull the pin on something totally irrelevant to what we're talking about. <laughs> Shout out, person of the week, or whatever else you want to just throw at the end there. So, anybody got anything? Ooh. The person of the week's a new one. I'll let you guys go first. I gotta think of that one. Person of the week. Yeah, we go to the old POW. Yeah. Um, I don't have anything. All right, I'll start mine because it's a little yeah. story behind it anyway. Because I actually, those okay. of you who don't know, I've been working my dad's estate. I'm not going to the bathroom, Mike. Relax. Okay. Uh, I've been working my dad's estate, and I come across a, a a vehicle he has that has no title, right? So then I find out that in order for me to get the title, I've got to get this lien taken off and I'm looking at the statement. The lien was paid off or the, the, the loan was paid off in 2015. Wow. Right. So the lien has still been on the title. So clearly the loan people have no reason, no ambition, nothing. Obviously, I guess they want some stake in the vehicle way after the loan's taken out. So they didn't just give them or, or clear the lien or the title. So then I'm, I'm asking this guy, like, hey, how do I get this clarity? He's like, well, you got to get your admin rights first. And there's some complication in that. So basically, he takes me through the ringer um, saying, there's nothing I do for you because you don't have admin rights. You're not an administrator of, of his estate yet. And I'm like, okay. So the thing I want to pull the pin on is, is the stupidity of this. First of all, the fact that, that, what, how many years later, he still has a lien on his title, even though he's paid it off. The, the stupidity of it is if I had just called this guy and said I was my father, I would have gotten it taken care of. There you go. Wow. Instead of having integrity and saying I'm calling on behalf, you know, this is the deal, because he literally, he would have just taken information from me, which I could have provided. Mm -hmm. you, you see what I'm saying? So what's mm -hmm. the incentive for being honest in scenarios like this? Right. You know, and, and I, I like to pride myself on integrity. You know, I like to try. Um, so that's, you know, the approach I normally take, but right there, I'm thinking, why didn't I just call this guy and say, pretend I was my dad. I could have got it all taken care of and done with and moved on. 
Is there maybe there's a punishment? I could. So what? Yeah. They would never know because they obviously don't care because mm. it was already paid off 2015 and they don't care about it now. So, anyways, that's my pull the pin. These companies that I don't I don't even know if there's a reason. Maybe one of these people, somebody out there knows what these companies do that for. Um, but it's pretty stupid to me. So that's my pull the pin. Mm. That's horrible. Yeah. You guys have any idea why they would do that and give me such a hard time? Well, yet I could have just pretended to be my dad and then it would have been that easy. Yeah, he probably doesn't know either. He, he probably, probably doesn't, he probably know, doesn't know, know why they do it. Yeah, mm. it's just a rule. Yeah, it's just a rule, and they follow it. Because I understand the security part of it. Like, you don't want somebody just calling up saying, "Hey, release my lien from that." But they have no tie to it, so they don't lose anything. Right. They shouldn't have a lien on it at this point. Point, anyways. I mean, they should take the lien off just because they shouldn't have the lien on. Yes. Once it's paid off, it should automatically be submitted, removed. Doesn't matter who the hell is calling, you don't yes. have a right to that lien on that on that car. So. Yes, yeah, I'm with it. So I'm pulling a pin on the morons. Who's next? Uh, I like to pull the pin on uh, what I call rubber uh, neckers. In the past, this week alone, starting Monday when I was traveling to work and back, I've seen two bad accidents, and you know. Both times, traffic would have come, didn't have to come to a halt. It's just because these people, when they get up there, they just can't look forward and keep driving. I can't stand it. I can't stand it. And it happened to me again today, and I'm like, oh, man, I wish there was a way we could just video record them and <laughs> send them a ticket. It's kind of like when they flash your car and send you the ticket. Yeah, I wish there was a way that we can do that just to you know, stop people from doing that. It causes so such a traffic jam way miles back, all because people just can't slow down about 10, 15 miles, take it off your, uh, your speed, but keep it moving. Keep it moving. And I, I just can't stand it. So that's who I'm pulling the pin on today. So like who would you put, who would you give that flash ticket to? The first guy that stopped or everybody who had to stop because he stopped? Well, if you had a camera, everyone who turned their head. Yeah. Oh, you know? <laughs> so as long as they were looking this way, ten and two, yeah, you're good. That's you're it. Good that's it. Just keep going. Keep it going. All right. Yeah. All right, Ryan, you got something? I got two eggs. I got to pull the pen and I got a person of the Whoa. week. I'll take yeah, both. I got all right. Person of the week. Nobody knows who this is. It's Karen Green, but the best VA rep ever. 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 Ever, 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 ever. And I hope. If you're in Michigan, look up Karen Green. Nice. Pull the pin on the IRS. Yes, get him. Get him. Who's still <laughs> owing me? Not who's, you. Who's <laughs> still right, owing right. my 2019 tax return? Little on my 2020. Hmm. Did you just mute Mike? No, he's just. Oh, can you can't hear me. He's no, just I can't hear you. Oh. I said, wow, 2019? Yep. When I called them, they said, oh, be aware of this. We're about a million people behind right now. I was like, sure. Well, I guess but if you owe us money, those are adding up. Yeah. 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 So I know they charge me interest when I miss mine. <laughs> That's right. I got about 10 grand of mine right now. So That's the way it's always been, hasn't it? Any yeah. time of government, you owe them money, you better get it right away. If they owe you money. Uh, maybe another two months, you'll be getting yours. Exactly. Yeah. I mean, they can pay the interest. They print it. I mean, yeah. 
<laughs> Except those stimmies, those stimmies came fast, right? Yeah, they they really did. I got me, I got my stim. Well, actually, no, not for me. I didn't get my stimulus check because they didn't process my 2019. That's right, right. That's right. right. Yeah. You know they do say a dog looks a lot like his owner. <laughs> this is not my dog. Oh, good, good, good cover. Yeah. Well, anyways, if this is my dog. I would have to go to oh, that one. They don't have no eye. On that note, we are going to close this one out too. Thank you guys for watching. Thanks for tuning in. Thanks for joining us. Get involved. Go to pullupinready.com. Get involved and come join us. Until then, Godspeed. And pull the pin. <laughs>